Hey guys, welcome back to another Ravens podcast. I'm Taylor West here with Charlie Pope. Ravens suffered a tough loss yesterday, although basically playing our practice squad against the 10-0 Steelers, now 11-0 Steelers. Um, and Charlie, I, I got to say, um, I was pretty impressed with how close it was, in a sense. Like, you, you could make an argument that we should have won the game due to just horrible referee play and maybe some um, questionable decisions. Uh, but, you know, I, I was I, – I, mean, I know this drop at, drops the Ravens back to three – or six and five obviously lost three straights straight, but this gives me a lot of hope for the defense at least. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. As someone who's been down on us clearly the last couple weeks, I've, I have, haven't been so hopeful the entire year uh, as I am right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I gave us a lot of crap for the way we played during the game. Cause you know, I, I just wanted us to win, but after, I mean, after kind of taking it all in and looking back at it, like it was impressive because our offensive line was just a ragtag group of guys and we're going against the best um, defensive line in the NFL. And it's not even close. Um, and it showed, obviously they, they, they definitely sacked uh, our quarterbacks pretty often, but for the most part, I thought they were really impressive. Um, I'm forgetting our center's name at the moment. I think it was something Cologne Castillo. I thought he played really well. I would like to see him as the starting center for the rest of the year, personally. I I, I like McCary, but yeah. I like McCary. I think McCary should start at guard. Um, I think Skurro should start at guard. I like no. Skurro as a blocker. I think no. Skurro's not a bad blocker. I think, except his blocking's been terrible this year. I do like McCary. Yeah. I think it should be that guy at center, McCary at right guard, and um, and Bozeman at left guard. And I think that might be kind of like the the fix almost. Yeah, and, and what kind of was the story of the game is really it wasn't that the defense played amazing, played amazing. Like they they let up, I think. Sorry, um, they let up. I think like maybe ten points, uh, but it, it was the offense that was really the the problem. And, and and can we blame them? I mean, like yeah, yeah, you know, we're working with absolutely nothing. Um, the thing, I, I, the thing that I, frustrated me was it's just – we've talked about this before, but it's like our defense, we're just – we're awesome. And then the last drive, like we cannot buy a stop. Like we yeah. have them at third and 10 on the 15-yard line, on, on their 15-yard line. Third and six on the third Okay, five. sorry, sorry. And Big Ben just goes – lobs the ball up in the air. It went higher than it went far, and it's in triple coverage. And James Washington, who's 5'11", just goes up and catches the ball, and no one even tries. Well, it, it was and a great. It was a great. Like it was a great throw. throw however, it should shot. never have been completed. I I, I agree. Um, it and, was and, sad at that say. point, I had I thought we were going to win when we had that third and six. Yeah, I mean Trace McSorley coming in at the end of the game. If he had started the entire game, I think we would have won. I mean RG three as well as he ran it. Um, I think that was I I. I I know you don't like to give credit to the coaches, but they drew up some really good plays to run against the Steelers. I, I a hundred percent agree. I think um, I've been really critical of Roman this year and I thought he's been extremely boring and not um, creative at all. I loved the creativity, especially in the first half. Uh, we had some plays. Um, it just looked like we had more pep in our step and it seemed like the Steelers didn't know exactly what we're doing. 
and that possibly could be because of difference in personnel, but I think it was more just like kind of jump, like making them not really know. We didn't, they didn't know what we were doing half the time, which I love. And I really, really hope that once we get everybody back, we keep on doing that and keep on being creative with the play calling. It was, it was a lot of like weird pulls from Bradley Bozeman to like chip TJ Watt barely just so he couldn't get there. Um, which worked honestly, like RG3 had his 40 yard run. Gus Edwards broke some, but you know, it's, it's tough either way. Um, you know, we really couldn't losing Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle really showed we didn't have a tight end and our one tight end dropped a touchdown. Um, and you know, it, it's tough and getting to that drop touchdown. I know you and I have some disagreements on this, um, but the refs really screwed it up. They, they did. That's true. I, I, I just, Personally, looking at it, I think I think we did, um, or Harbaugh did manage it poorly. I think if previously, if we had run the play quicker and if we got like gotten up to the line and not taken as much time, then we would have given ourselves enough room to, so the refs couldn't mess it up. So that kind of frustrated me. At least we could have gotten a field goal, mm-hmm. and then maybe we could have gotten another field goal in the third quarter, uh, which would have put us off. But then you know we we got stuffed in the backfield on third and what, like, what was it like 12 on a yeah. ran the ball and kicked us out of field goal range. That was frustrating. I just thought there were, there were errors and it's expected when, you know, you don't practice for two weeks. Um, they and you have walkers. all they didn't, guys. Yeah. They didn't really have any. So I, I, I'm, I was very happy with how we played. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, going to the defensive side of the ball, uh, the, the D-line was really good for what we had to work with. I mean, obviously not as much pass rush as we would have liked to see, but that's against one of the best D-line or O-lines in football. Um, so that's expected. Um, the Steelers really screwed themselves throughout that entire game. I mean, it really shouldn't have been that close. Let's be honest. They had a ton of drop passes, a lot of, you know, poor, poor wide receiver play. Um, and, and they couldn't convert in the red zone. And you can attribute that to the defense, but they should have at least gotten a couple of touchdowns out of that. Um, but, you know, uh, defense really hung in, I thought. Yeah, I thought every level was pretty good. Um, you know, at the beginning of the game, we were kind of off. Uh, we weren't really pressing them. And the Steelers' offense usually is kind of Big Ben holding the ball for five seconds every play, and the commentators were really talking about it a lot. And this year it's been completely opposite. He's had – um, you know, the, the least, um, time to throw in the NFL, I think it's like two and a half seconds, which is really fast, especially for big Ben. I think that's, that's like so low for him, um, based off the rest of his career. There's their offense is get it out of his hand as quick as they can. If we get four yards, we get four yards and we're going to do that every time. Um, so I thought the defensive adjustments were great. Uh, we started pressing up and it, it really like hurt their ability to run those five yard outs and those slant routes. Um, it showed we were getting on the fourth down. We stopped that slant coverage. I mean, it was it was all around. I thought we played good defense until the last drive. Yeah, and I, and I think um, you can attribute that a lot of that good defense play, defensive play, to the guys like Derek Wolf. And I thought honestly, L.J. Fort played a hell of a game. Um, he was all over the field. Um, Marlon Humphrey had two more forced fumbles. They were both out of bounds, but in- he's he is he Juju wants nothing to do with him no no he wants nothing to do with him I mean it seemed like um I like Ben Rothsberger had 266 passing yards but that's on 51 attempts that's not very good that's five oh, that's not good yeah that's a but five- that, I mean that again shows how how many 
little dink and dunk passes they're doing. Um, and I thought we ended up doing great on it in the third and fourth quarter until again, the last drive. Um, but yeah, the run defense, they didn't, they didn't really force the run, uh, whether that's because James Conner was out or they thought they could just kind of dink and dunk their way down the field. Uh, they didn't really run the ball until the last drive. Um, so our, our run defense was good. Obviously Derek Wolf, we love him. He's been awesome addition. Um, he's amazing in the run game. Um, I would like to, for him to get a little bit more pass rush, but what can you do? He's, he's kind of the only guy on our D line right now. Um, I actually like unique got unique. Um, he had that one where he hit big Ben's arm. Yep. He's by far, far and away our best pass rusher on this team mm-hmm. um, on the edge, at least um, he's, he's so much better than Judon. Uh, he just brings some speed and you watch him. If you put him in a one-on-one, he he'll get there. Like he, he will get there if you're holding the ball. And it's hard when we were just talking about big Ben's holding the ball for two and a half seconds. So it's not, it's, it's kind of taking the edge threat away of the game. Cause you kind of have to, it has to be at least three seconds almost for a guy to be able to get there. But when, when you saw big Ben holding the ball, you could tell the pressure was there most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's disappointing to see the Ravens lose, but um, you know, we look ahead to the rest of our schedule and it's promising. I mean, there's, there's not, I, I can honestly say this. There's not a game on here that I think we're going to lose. We may lose one of them. And we I, have to win out. We really do. I don't think we necessarily have to win out. I think, you know, the, the AFC is very top it's, heavy. It, it's it's very top heavy. a lot of, and we don't have a great divisional record um, with us losing all five. Well, I guess, I guess if the Browns end 10 and six and we end 10 and six, we get the edge yeah. or yeah, we get the edge, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe not. I don't know how that would work. I think we but would. The Browns uh, also have a cakewalk of a schedule, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's tough to, you know, watch the Browns be eight and three at this point when they are barely escaping Jacksonville with wins. But you know, the Browns ne- don't necessarily have that easy of a schedule. They have they have actually, I, I think it's very possible they go ten and six. I mean, they have the Titans next week. I don't think that's going to be an easy beat for them. I'll no, probably, that's not. That's I'll, definitely I'll probably the Titans to win that game. Then they got the Ravens, which I. I think the Ravens are going to be. It, it is. It is definitely a must-win. Like if if we want this team to, if we want to have confidence that we can go make a deep playoff run, then we have to beat the Browns. And then I, they have the Steelers in Week 17, which I honestly think that that could be. You know, you see the Steelers in Week 17, you're like, oh well, probably not going to be playing for much. But I think that game is probably going to be for the one seed because I don't see the, I don't see the Chiefs losing. I don't see, you know, the Steelers. God, they may be 16-0. Who knows? Um, but I, I think that it's very possible that the Browns could lose three out of their last five games here. And, and, don't, and don't rule out the, at, at the Giants. Like, that's, that is just a – the Giants aren't bad. They're, they're a good defensive team, yeah. And, you know, they could, you know – And they're fighting for, for playoff. They are. The division they're is playoffs so right now. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it, that's de- it's not an easy schedule. Like, the Browns – if they want to be considered legit, they have to go out there and win, win some real games. Yeah, I mean, I I would be shocked if they won the next two games, but I've been shocked a lot at a lot of things this season um, just watching the Ravens. Um, but the Ravens next week have the Cowboys, which um, it, we're going down – no, we're at home against Dallas. It's a, it's a Tuesday night game, so 
another one of those weird ones. Um, Charlie, I, I don't see the Ravens losing this one, especially because the Cowboys, the Cowboys offense is a lot like um, what we had last week. If we can get Jimmy Smith back, I'll feel very confident that we can shut Andy Dalton down. Look, the, I, we're going to have people back. You know, we, we had this really rough run with COVID. I don't know if Lamar will be back. Uh, Harbaugh will. If he's, if he's fine, he, then the 10 days will be expired by yeah. then. But, um, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're hoping for it. Um, but if we don't have Lamar back, it will obviously be a closer game. But I think Trace will, should get the start if he And RG3 probably won't be able to play because he pulled a hamstring. That's true. Um, but I would be, I, I would be very surprised if we don't run it up on the Cowboys. I don't see them being able to really score on us, especially if Clayus Campbell and Brandon Williams get back and we get Judon back as much as we love to hate on him and Jimmy Smith, obviously. So if we have our full defense, I don't see them being able to really score on us with how injured they are. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a really good wide receiving core and that matches up well against our, you know, kind of um, our, our offense, you know, you throw Marlon on Amari Cooper. Um, that's a great matchup to have. Um, you can throw like a, a guy like Marcus Peters on CD lamb. Um, I'm, I'm not a huge Marcus Peters guy, but I think he should be able to. I thought he played a really good game and he got hurt at the end and yeah. maybe you don't agree with me, but I thought he played a really good game. I thought he made a lot of big plays. Yeah. I, I think early on he definitely did, but, um, then, then moving on to the offensive side. Yeah. I, I it'll, it'll just be interesting to see who we get back. Um, the, the Cowboys aren't a good team. I mean, they just got ran up on by the football team. Um, I'd say we win by like 20. I'd, I'd go with like a 34 to 13 kind of game. That that wouldn't surprise me at all. And I really, really am going to be mad if if J.K. Dobbins doesn't get 20 carries in this game. I, I will genuinely be pissed off mm-hmm. if J.K. Dobbins does not get 20 carries. Because I think if we give him 20 carries in this game, he's 150 rushing yards. Because this this Cowboys defense is so bad at every level. And if we can get our offensive line healthier and everybody kind of back and we can pick and choose who we really want to be starting um, and we're really pulling like we were last game, I don't see them being able to stop the run game. One yeah. thing that I forgot we talked about was Hollywood, who actually did something for the first time. Like, it, 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 it was a good play. Like, I'm not – I'm like – He, he um, it's, it's good to see, right? It's almost like he can only do things good against Mika Fitzpatrick, like his two touchdowns last oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then um, this one where he just makes Mika Fitzpatrick like look 15 times back and forth. Um, so that it was fun to watch him do something. I do. I am. I was very mad when he ran the wheel route and he had TJ Watt on him and he couldn't beat him for more than one step. And then he didn't even lay out for the ball in the first half, which was really frustrating. Um, so he has work to do, but at least he kind of showed somewhat of a flash. Yeah, and I think um, a guy like Justice Hill could be one of those guys that you know you maybe you trade him because he's not bad. Like he, I did not like the way he played yesterday. He had a couple of nice like third down and nine runs mm-hmm. that he got. He's an outside zone kind of guy. He's not going to. It's hard to trade. First of all, a running back, which is the least valuable position in the NFL. And second of all, a guy who really hasn't had much production because he just hasn't really played. Maybe if he shows flashes, but it's hard for him to even get opportunities 
when you have J.K. Dobbins starting to really ramp it up and you got Mark Ingram, who for some reason gets carries, and you got Gus Edwards. So it's, it's going to be hard for him to get um, kind of work. But I, w- I would almost like to see him in a slot white ride receiver role. Uh, he's really fast. Uh, he can break some tackles. And just if we kind of get him in a situation where he's kind of doing end arounds, maybe some slants, maybe use him similar as we use Duvernay, um, that'd be interesting. Yeah, and I think as we kind of progress through the season, you, you just look back on these late, like, second and third round picks that we've had recently, excluding Mark Andrews and Orlando Brown. Like After that, the Jalen Fergusons, the Tyus Bowsers. The Tyus Bowser has had two picks in the last few games, so I guess I can't really complain. Um, but also the Miles Boykins. Like, yeah, it's, what have we done? It's frustrating because the Ravens have always been the team that hits in the third round. And I was personally a fan of both Jalen Ferguson and Miles Boykin. I, I really like those picks just because Jalen Ferguson is the NCAA all-time leader in sacks. And I thought that was great value. And I thought it was Miles Boykin being a very athletic, unpolished receiver. It was a good just kind of shot in the dark. But, you know, it's, it's frustrating. We really need some help uh, on the outside. Lamar has nothing to throw to. He has nothing to throw to. Um, Maybe this game will give Hollywood some confidence, though. Hoping I would love to see that because, um, you know, we kind of looking a little too far forward, kind of into the off season. There's some there's some serious um, free agent wide receivers out there, and since we do have money free, um, I would be interested. We have money free. We do. We have we have good cap room. this off season, so probably. well, no, but his that contract uh, won't go into the cap for another like two or three years because he does have another two or three years on his contract, I think too. Um, so we have, we have the ability to sign a guy like Allen Robinson to like a two year, $30 million deal. Um, someone who can, who's really talented and just is in a disastrous position who wants out and maybe can really help Lamar, like just give him something to just chuck the ball up into and he'll catch it. Cause I personally love Allen Robinson. Yeah. Um, we, we really need a wide receiver, and I don't feel like drafting one. No, because it's stupid. We don't, we don't do it well. Let's focus on drafting offensive linemen and uh, defensive linemen and cornerbacks and tight ends instead of drafting guys who are wide receivers who never, ever draft correctly. Yeah, I, I was thinking, like, maybe wait a year on cornerbacks. But, you know, like, here we are, and we're, like – Tremont Williams, the 37-year-old corner is playing. You know, we come into the season and it's like, yeah, we have great depth. But when you get an injury to Tavon Young, this is a team that really likes to use a lot of DBs. Um, So, you know, when Jimmy Smith goes down, it's like, what do we do when we have to put four DB, four cornerbacks on the field? Like, Williams has to go on the field. And And we we do that a lot. Like, we saw... No, that's a lot of our defense because we like to blitz fast people. And especially when it's like a third and 10 situation, we don't want to have four linebackers on the field. That's just flat out stupid. So you want to have fast guys you can run around and cover. And it's frustrating because, you know, we have guys like Jermon Williams, who's just getting stiff armed by 10 yards for 10 yards by Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's definitely an issue. Um, there's definitely a lot of things this team has to work on in the off season, but we're not there yet. We still have this season. And I think I'm hopeful that, after this game, we can kind of build off of it and maybe make a run. 
Did, did you have a score prediction for the Rams Cowboys game? I know I said 34 to 13, I think. I would go with a 31 to 10. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to score that much. Um, well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, you know, obviously, kind of a depressing loss yesterday. Although, a lot of hope, a lot of hope. All right, well, we'll see you next time on our next Ravens podcast or third period podcast or whatever we call it now. Um, thank you guys for listening.